Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, and all those other creatures that may be tuning in to the greatest show on earth, the life of Lucky. Welcome back. You know, it's it's been quite some time. It's, however, comma, it's been my shortest uh, break, I want to say, because uh, the last break, I think, was probably close to a year, roughly. Uh, this one has been since May. May was the last time I posted anything. We talked about um, what it is that dancing means to me. What dancing is, what it's, why it's so magical, you know, all that jazz. And um, that's where we left off. And, you know, obviously there was a lot of shit going on around the world with the whole COVID thing. And that, I mean, that's still going on, really. It's not, it doesn't seem to be stopping anytime soon. Um, but we, this episode is going to be a recap. Uh, it's probably going to be split into two or three episodes um seeing where you know where i left off what happened since may what what went on because uh, the last thing i remember we talked about was dancing and we were just talking about the hobbies of lucky which is me i'm lucky how you doing how you doing today let me talk to you here for a second uh. let me whisper in your ear so for those who don't know i'm lucky i'm your host nice to meet you how you doing um, those who are, uh, first, you know, you, you, you tuned in a couple times before, how you doing too? I don't know. So since May, let's, uh, let's gonna, we're going to go back to May. Okay. What happened in May towards the end of May? All right. So, so it's sidetrack. We're not going to talk about hobbies. We're not going to talk about whatever else. We're just going to talk about what I did, how was work, how was life and things of that matter. Now, all right, so work, for those who don't know, I'm in the military. You're welcome for my service. That's a joke. Don't get offended. Come on, huh? I mean, like, look, I'm just, I'm the type of guy. I don't like people when they're like, oh, thank you for your service. You know, because I personally think I haven't done anything, honestly. Like, I'm by no means, you know, should anybody be thanking me for my service. Um, but, you know, when people do, I very humbly and, and um, somewhat bashfully accept and thank them for their recogni- recognition, especially like nowadays, like especially like what these last six, what, not even six months. It's like after May with it, with everything that popped off with George Floyd and, you know, obviously Trump mobilizing the military to national guard really i mean the national guard sure they they wear the same uniform as us but they're by no means the the same as us it's two whole different breeds i'll tell you between national guard and reservist and full-on active duty members so i speak i don't speak for the military i don't speak for the army the National Guard, the Reservists, I speak for me, myself, and I. These are my views, not the military views. I think that should be just said before, you know, I dive into whatever else. But this is not too much of a political podcast by any means. It's just me throwing out my my thoughts, my opinions. Okay, maybe it is political. But I'm not trying to sway anybody in, 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 in to believing what I believe by any means. So, um, 
let's see what happened. So May, all right. So May, we towards the end of May, we slowly started going back to work. Uh, and it was a little odd at first, you know. It felt good going back to work. School kept on going. Still did school, and then we did uh, what's called what's called um, we we call it. It's pretty much a a, a a course or how to be an instructor, how to teach. And it, it talked about different ways that people learn, different styles of teaching. So, you know, you have your direct learning, your abstract learning, your uh, visual, concrete, or hands-on, auditory, different things like that. And it was about, that was about two-week course, then had a few days off, and then went straight into this other course, which is called Aerosalt. Not really gonna jump into it too much. It was um, it was about two weeks long. Uh, yeah, it was like on a scale of one to ten in terms of physically challenging was maybe a three. Uh, what was challenging is um, having to learn the hands-on portion. That's somewhat difficult. If you know someone is interested in me talking more about that, hey, hit me up. Let me know. But moving forward, um. I passed that. The only thing that was tiring about that was being out in the sun all day. Like your eyes would get tired and your the sun's just beating on you. So that I mean that that definitely definitely took somewhat of a I wanna say a toll, but more of a how could I explain it? More of a uh a no, no, it just took a toll. It was just tiring. You know, by the, by the end of the day, you were just beat. Then finishing that, we went down... Well, I did uh, what's called Ratmaster. Not really going to jump into it too much. It's pretty much just having the certified ability and credentials to inspect someone who's going to repel and send them from, you know give them the okay that to repel from an aircraft or a tower and that was pretty much that and the final one or no i mean not the final thing but following that we went down to uh, west point so those who don't know west point is the united states army military academy or in other words usama and this is where a bunch of 18 19 year old kids Go to be future officers of the United States Army. And for whatever reason, there is a sort of stereotype attached to officers from West Point. That usually West Point breeds the worst officers. And I, I don't know if I've experienced that to a T. I have seen it in some way or another where it's like they're very douchey or or they they seem awfully privileged because they went to west point and i mean it's it's just a military academy i don't really see why people uh see it's such a status symbol like it's like i rather it's i don't know i'm not an officer so i wouldn't know what the, the level of prestige that comes along with that but the so that was we were down there for I was only down there for about two weeks and but everybody else was down there for three weeks and what we were doing well was what I was doing was I was running the rock climbing lanes. 
So what that involved was me setting up uh, anchor points on the rocks. Uh, so some of the anchor points were already in place, but I just had to ha- hook up the pitches. And the pitches was where we ran the climbing rope through, through the top and down to the bottom, hence doing top roping. And that was actually really, really fun. I really enjoyed teaching these, you know, 18, 19-year-old kids how to maneuver on the rocks. I mean, I didn't really teach them anything. I kind of just coached them through, tell them, you know, where to put their left foot, right foot, what to grab onto. And it, it was pretty uh, rewarding to see them, you know, make it to the top or conquering their fears, even though there were one or two that, I mean... Like, you couldn't pay them enough to get up that raw. Not because the lack of physical ability, but it was more the the level of fear that was attached to that. And it was uh, quite interesting to see that unfold. Uh, but that was pretty much, you know, on a, on a daily or a few times a week or a few times a day type of type of thing. Uh, pretty entertaining. One of, uh, one of the guys that I went down with actually got bit by a snake, which was pretty funny um it's because he, he's a bit of a drunk uh and uh so he ended up getting bit by this snake it turned out to be a dry bite but we didn't know what it was we thought this whole time we thought it was um just a regular like bug bite because everybody was getting bit out there um by different bugs like chiggers and mosquitoes and that's what we assumed it was but it turned out we were very very wrong and and um, it turned out to be a dry bite by a, from a rattlesnake. So he ended up having to go to uh, the Bronx to go to their whatever poison or um, not poison. What would you call it? Their venom center? I don't know. Venom poison center something. But he had to get pretty much he had to get two vials of anti-venom. Uh, to, you know, just to be sure, uh, which ended up being a pretty penny for, uh, the army, honestly. Then, uh, but, you know, it turned out to be okay. Nothing was really wrong with him. So I ended up leaving, uh, West Point to go to the horrible, disgusting state that is Oklahoma. I mean, that place is nasty man like i don't know how anybody could live there like how would you how would like i'm sure there are parts of oklahoma they're very nice but the part that i saw which was it's called the little city little town called called lawton lawton oklahoma i don't know how anybody would choose to live there it's one of the most run down disgusting towns i mean granted there is a gated community but that gated community obviously is gated to keep out all the ruckus all the hoodlums the ghetto the it's just gross you know like it's people who live there just i don't know they i can't imagine they have lives like like that place is just so beat and run down but people live there, you know. And uh, granted, I mean, most military uh, cities are very much like that. They're, you know, beat and run down. They profit off of the the economy that, and the yeah, the economy military personnel bring 
to uh, the local local areas. But however, that town is just straight up sad. I mean, there's not there's no other way to put it. So I was down there for six weeks, uh, August tenth to just this Friday. I mean, I'm recording this on a Sunday, so uh, I was there till the twenty sixth of August or September. So just six weeks, and I could not leave soon enough, man. Like, so I was down there partly for another for a course, and that course went on from like five in the morning up until. I mean, if we got lucky, we were getting off at 5.30, 5. And part of that was um, was just the instructor we had. Like, as a, as a person, he's a great guy, very passionate about his job, very knowledgeable to a certain extent, I want to say. Um, but he, it was just, was just, I don't know, it, it just made it, it made things a lot more difficult than they needed to be. It's my drift. And in addition to that, he was very unorganized and went off on just down rabbit holes. And it was just like, okay, this time we're wasting right now. We could be focusing on learning. And we had a, we had, there were three other classes with three different other instructors in conjunction, in conjunction to ours. And we would see these courses or these classes being released at 3.30, you know, 3 o'clock. Like, there's no way they were later there than 4 o'clock, ever. Not one day. But, lo and behold, the the class I got stuck with, the instructor I got stuck with, I mean, it'd be like 4.30 and he'll still be going. Like, him really, and I, 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 by like 4 o'clock, I, I mean, I was checked out. Like, I was like biting my tongue, breathing heavy, trying not to uh, make a fool of myself and just keep myself under control. But it's very difficult to do when you're all learning the same thing. It follows the same program of instruction, same method of instruction, is the same material being covered day in, day out. Like these instructors are given, uh, you know, like uh, not a code of conduct, but a syllabus and each syllabus is the same one. It's the same syllabus for each instructor. And for whatever reason, the instructor we had always had to do the most, go above and beyond. Had to be very, very involved. And that's what kept us there till, you know, 4.30, 5, 5.30. I mean, there was one day I remember I was, I was getting off nearly at 6 o'clock, you know. And I'm granted. I mean, we're. I was up from five in the morning because we still had to do our, you know, physical training as a as a class. Do that. We'd get, you know, breakfast obviously, clean up, change, and then go to the class. But it was just it. Like I would understand. I'd be more understanding and less, and then wouldn't be so upset about that situation if the other classes were also there, you know, if they were also getting off at 4.35, but no, not at all. We were the only ones getting off at that time. Uh, and it was incredibly frustrating just because I was in school at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm doing college courses, and it just so happened that my college courses started at the same time that, or the same day that this course started, which was, I thought was pretty funny. But, um, 
So the level of stress that was placed on me like right off the bat was quite uh quite hefty. Just cause, you know, I like I mean I was sleeping maybe four to six hours. Like I was lucky. I mean lucky if I was getting six hours. Cause let's say I'd get off like roughly four thirty. Let's let's say four thirty, right? Four thirty. Either I either had to make cho- the choice of either skip, skipping dinner or breakfast because I still wanted to work out. You know, I, I wanted to get um, my workouts in still, but uh, part like partly I wasn't able to just um, just because. Well, no, I was able, like working out was definitely a priority while I was there, so I would skip either dinner or or uh, breakfast. But I know we may be thinking. Oh, lucky! It's 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 not a good idea to skip uh skip meals. No, no, no! Listen to me. Um, what I was doing, I was, I would either eat a very large breakfast or a very large dinner. Usually, it was a very large breakfast. And but honestly, towards like the last three weeks, two or three weeks, I got tired of the food. Oh, my voice is dropped there. Uh, I got tired of the food. Like I just couldn't eat any. Because it was the cafeteria food, pretty much, and it was just disgusting. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore, man. So I just started eating PB and J and fucking hot pockets and those like microwaved protein meals, like whatever. I don't know who makes them, lean cuisine or whatever they're called. Just those sorts of uh, those sorts of those sorts of foods is what I was eating, and. I know it wasn't the best, and honestly, that's that's one reason I'm so glad to be back. I can go back on this nutrition train, you know, where I'm cooking my meals, <clears throat> weighing out everything, seeing what's what, and just having a lot more positive control of what exactly it is that I'm putting in my body. And, I mean, I'm so, so happy for that. But, um, yeah, so, the, I mean, the priority was literally, it was like, we say get off at four thirty, go straight to the gym. Uh, let's say I'd start my workout by like five. Let's say because you know from getting from the place of work to to the gym to change, uh, I'd be starting by five, right? And I'd probably be getting done by like six thirty seven. And from then I go back to the hotel, and I want to say seven thirty till probably 11 11 30 i was like knocking out schoolwork, whether it was readings or assignments and then work got a little bit more crazy just because we had to do assignments for the class itself you know like we had to type up essays and uh had to do planning that was that correlated with our job so i mean it got pretty stressful real quick and uh the thing that would upset me was you know like not necessarily upset me but it was like i would hate the complainers we had a lot of complainers like they just loved 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 to uh complain about this and that and and uh, all all these other things and i'm just like bro like i think nobody has if i'm not complaining nobody has a place to complain because literally most of what these guys do I want to say maybe two or three of them would actually go to the gym. All the rest would go get off work, drink beer, play video games. That was it. That was it. Like they they wouldn't do anything else whatsoever. 
you know, so in my opinion, they had no place to complain and bitch whatsoever. But, you know, fast forward uh, to, uh, or still being in Oklahoma, I got the chance to go down to Dallas. Let me tell you what, if you're a Texan, Texas is fucking gross, dude. Like, I don't know if anyone can live there. It's so hot. And and just like, I mean, honestly, that's my only complaint about it. Honestly, it's, it's actually really nice from what I saw. Like, I saw the outskirts of it, like the size, I guess, closer to Oklahoma. It's nothing but farmland and just like, what do you expect, you know? Um, But uh, I went to Dallas to see some family. I've one family I've never visited in Dallas that, you know, I've only seen like two or three times in my lifetime. And then I've met some cousins that I have never, ever, uh, never, ever have I ever uh, met before. Which was also pretty uh, interesting to see, in my opinion. Um, it was uh, definitely quite the experience. Because, you know, it's like I've always heard about these people, but I've never actually met them. And they were actually pretty fun and entertaining to uh, to be around. And I'll tell you what, man. I'll, I, I can see how Texans get so fat. Like, it's disgusting, dude. Like, like the level of... Uh, the level of... What do you call it? It's like I don't. The whole thing with it's big. Everything's bigger in Texas. I think they're only referring to the meals. Um, but um, what I'm trying to figure out is like, oh, I'm trying to remember is so that first weekend, like, like I'm incredibly grateful for the way I was treated. Like it was more than enough. Like honestly, I I felt. To a point where I was feeling guilty or or a little bit bad, you know, for the way my cousin, she went all out for me, you know, buying me, like, uh, like more than I could eat, more than enough. Um, but uh, it was just like a bunch of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it was just food and just like a lot of like, like, like it just stuffed me with food and more food and more food. And it was just like... If you guys have ever seen the gif or the meme of that heavy uh, of the cat and that's heavy breathing, like I guess I stepped into Dallas on Friday afternoon and I did not stop heavy breathing the whole time I was there. And I was there till Monday. I was there till till Monday, yeah. Till Monday, and you know, I just could not stop heavy breathing. So, I went back to Dallas this time um just last weekend, and I was a bit of an asshole. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, I said no to a lot of things. I was like, no, I don't want. I don't look. I'm I'm not a gluttonous person. I'm not trying to eat a lot. Like, I don't want to hear the bullshit of like, oh, you you you're never in Dallas, or oh, you you don't get to eat these foods. Like, I don't give a shit, dude. I care more about like like how can I explain? I care more about what it is that I'm putting in my body and the quantity than the oh you never get to eat these foods. Like there were like grant there 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 was literally nothing special about these foods. It was not that I don't ever get to eat them. It was more of they're just not immediately accessible. That was it. You know? And I, so I definitely like cut like I kept myself on a leash. I cut myself like I'm gonna eat 
like if I still have space, I'm not going to eat, you know, I'm just going to eat like this one or two of, you know, whatever meal or whatever thing. And that's it, you know, and then they were constantly offering me like this and that. And I was like, no, no, no. And something was really, really odd about this time around. I don't know what it was. And like another thing too, it's like, like I went to Dallas, you know, just to, to see them. Um, but, but part of it too, it's like, so yeah, Oklahoma is three hours from Dallas, right? Or where, at least where I was, but it's also a matter of, I'm in Oklahoma to work. I'm not here for vacation, but I just happen to have the chance to go see you. So I'm, I'm going to take the opportunity and go see you. Right. But it seemed like they didn't understand that. Because they're like, oh, where are you staying? Oh, why are you getting here so late? Oh, why are you leaving so early? Like, I got shit to do, too, you know? And the thing, too, like, when I was down there, I wasn't able to do any sort of schoolwork, any sort of um, keep up with my homework. Like, I would either have to wake up early in the morning or do it late at night because, obviously, I wanted to spend time with them. So it was a little frustrating, and it just seemed like they couldn't understand that. And they didn't, you know, It's and I also had to do work for or or so assignments for work that you know were due you know the next day or whatever it was um and it just seemed like they just couldn't get a grasp around that and another thing was like was um the uh the whole vibe this time around was a little bit different i don't know what it was so one of my aunts she she lives there and she pretty much was um she was uh so she's my aunt obviously her parents were my grandparents and I don't I have no idea how but somehow um somehow the conversation came up of how my grandmother and my grandfather you know like when they passed away and my aunt was just started telling me her like like from her side of the story how you know she dreamt about it and you know she was like yeah my dreams have meaning and it's just like the conversation just got so heavy and it was I was just like I I don't like this like this is this is way too too much you know it's not that I don't like heavy in conversations but it's just like like why are we talking about this like 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 it's sad sure whatever like I've moved on you know, I'm done grieving, you know, that's it, you know, you're gone, nothing you can do about it, can't take it back, you know, it's, but for whatever reason, like, she just wouldn't let it go, and I just let her talk, you know, I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, oh, my, and I would, I would obviously throw in a few questions here and there, just to, like, you know, show that I'm actively engaged into the conversation but still it's just like it was just so depressing and I was like all right so how do I get out of this then there was another one with what the cousin that I from the first time I met her she right off the bat like I got I got to her house like maybe 11 let's say 11 11 30 and right off the bat she starts telling me about her love life and all the problems and drama and all this stuff she's had and I'm just like uh-huh oh really wow and you know, I, you know obviously asking questions about it and all but it's just, just like I I don't care 
I'm sorry. What I don't know what he wanted me to tell you. Like I I honestly don't really care, you know, like life sucks. What are you, you know, what are you going to do about it? You know, you can sit here and complain because this is what you're doing to me, but I'm absolutely, you're getting nothing from it. I'm getting nothing from it. Let's uh, move on, you know. And also, she has a great level of delusion. It's just something else, to be completely honest. I, I have no idea what uh, what the hell goes through her mind. Um, and then, who else is there? There was... Um, there was, God, what what was it? There was, um, oh, my other cousin. And same thing with her. Like I, like I said, this time around, the conversations were just so depressing. Like, all they did was complain and just mope about how horrible life is. And that's it. That's the fact of the matter. Life's horrible. Life sucks. You know? Like, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, I mean, there is. But to change the suffering that life is, I mean, you can either sit there and cry and mope and just wait for, I don't know what, I don't know what you're waiting for, waiting to die, I guess. You know, because, I mean, that's life. Life is suffering. You just have to find the things worth suffering for. I don't know if they found those things. You know? I don't know if their lives have meaning. But it's just... It seems like they, they do nothing to try to solve the situations that they're in. That's what it seems like. But with all this being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to cut this, this episode here. And we're going to come back, picking it up from a somewhat heavy topic, the suffering of life, uh, when we come back next episode. <laughs>